Welcome to Rosie on Recruitment, a podcast on recruitment, career, and more. I'm your host, Rosie Nathan, partner and senior sourcing specialist at Customized Talent Group, chief commercial officer at Her Career, chartered manager, and mentor. I'm here with my featured guests, ranging from executives to graduates and candidates to hiring managers, to provide you with valuable insights and tips to help you get the most out of recruitment, whatever side you're on. Welcome to this Rosie Review episode. In these segments, I usually take a single topic aligned to recruitment, getting a job, or a career question I've received and share my views. But I'm again mixing it up and sharing selected snippets from a few of my Her Career Power Session mentoring meetings. Don't worry, this audio is only from what I share and covers general topics to ensure the privacy of these clients. In this episode, I touch on recognizing your own skill value, how to deal with your own feelings of inadequacy and shame while you're in your climb, being authentic, present, and identifying your gratitude, using your CV to highlight your positives in a summarized way, stop using too many words, how to dive deeper into crafting your examples and using the star system to best share these in an interview, why it's important to change a negative or doubt internal narrative to one that will support confidence in delivery. I hope you enjoy this imperfect, whole human, realness sharing. You know what those extra words were? They were you explaining away and showing that you've got the excuse behind what you think is an inadequacy. And it's not. It's you not looking at the skills that you currently possess and not standing by them. I was really interested by seeing an experience in there because I was like, huh. And naturally, a lot of people do this, and women more so than men as well, that the skills that you have, I don't know, but usually when I speak to people, you know, they might have people in their family or their friend groups who turn to them and go, God, you do that so well, or even in your team, like, oh, wow, you know, you get people on board so well, you've done this fundraiser, you've organized this, and you just brush it off as being something that you do. It's not just something you do, it's something that a lot of other people have no skill in, so the experience that you feel is not there, it's just that you don't value it. We want to search for our inadequacies or we will believe the inadequacies that others say to us. And I want to ask you a really honest question. So when you share what you currently do for a job, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I could tell by your CV and by the way you introduced yourself. I hear you and I completely understand that as well because we have challenges in different ways and one of the easiest ways for us to face those challenges is to feel inadequate and to be embarrassed and you are taking those steps but not being exactly where you want to be right now shouldn't put you in a place of shame because this is part of the journey to get to where you need to be and you are actively working to move yourself forward and accelerate yourself out of there. So you've got to let go of that shame to be able to move forward. And I know you said you're grateful for having a job, but there's a way of having that gratitude and releasing that shame. And that's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, of course, it's not a job that you love, but you don't have to provide an excuse for it every time because that takes up so much energy and it dims your light every time you think that. 
So I think going back to our former, you know, our, our opening conversation with regards to this level of confidence and self-assurance, the piece that I really implore you to work upon and that we can continue to touch on is being able to have security in your own stories with regards to some of these key pieces that highlight the highs of your experience and how they relate to the key aspects of the job description as you know it and you know reaching out through your network to people that have similar roles to find out under the hood what that looks like that people might not understand from just a, a simple job description being able to to have that confidence within yourself enough practice of that story and narrative that you can go in and you're not proving it to anyone else you're basically sharing exactly what you know is your truth that's the shift it's the shift from I'm here to desperately prove so that you will approve so that you will you know hopefully buy into the story as opposed to I'm giving you the facts actually this is why I am the best because I feel this way and I do these things and he's a, here are the examples and you can't you know, you're always going to be up against a raft of different types of people and display yourself as, as authentically as you can, then, uh, you know, you want to work for that type of organisation. You don't want to walk, walk into an organisation where you're having to be something else. So it is what it is. It's the fact that this is where I'm at today. And you don't have to add the button. You don't have to add, but I'm actively doing this either. You don't have to give them the future story. Try and be really present while you're working on your future. Be present in a, in a real way that doesn't make you shameful. Yeah, so I think pulling the stories apart as well, the way that we recognize our own achievements can be at a very high level. I did X, Y, Z. So I need you to take a deeper dive into the second and third tier of, well, why did that situation arise and what was the initiative I took and what were the steps I took and how did I influence the outcome and what was the positive outcome of that? And once you have all of those factors, then you've got something that's really stable. It's got some huge foundations. Like that is a great story and there's a way to be able to, I'll give you a system and I'll write this into, you might have heard about it, the star system. Okay, the star system allows you to talk to a situation and the tasks and the actions and then the results. So when you are talking in an interview type scenario, you want to be able to deliver as closely as possible to that because it's a nice, concise way to tell a story and to hit really key parts without going off on too much of a tangent that adds extra fluff. And you did that really well there. And all I would do is just try and bring it back down, you know, to the key nuggets. That's one of the really key things. You know, you don't have to believe it in this second, but I just want to plant a seed around the fact that the next time that you naturally and effortlessly create something or support someone or facilitate a task or enable something to run smoothly, that's a skill. That's something that not a lot of people in this world can do. 
like I said at the beginning, all of this really is in you. And the reason this is resonating with you is because you can identify with it from what you are trying to deliver. There's some internal interference and whatever that is, that doubt of, but I've only done it this way, but it might not be exactly what they're looking for. So it's changing that internal narrative from a, a negative and a doubt to a positive and assurance. That will just take time and practice and continuing to have these types of conversations. So as you said earlier, you know, talking with your other friend who's a manager and having that context and really realizing there's actually not a huge gap here and she doesn't see any gap there at all. She absolutely can see your worth and your value. You need to go in with those eyes yourself because at the moment, as I said to you earlier, the language that I was hearing and what you're describing is seeing you through eyes of doubt because you're anticipating your audience to have eyes of doubt. You're really welcome. It's been a real pleasure to speak with you and I hope you've taken some things away from our time. It's an absolute honor to mentor, connect, amplify, recruit, accelerate, work with, and support ambitious female entrepreneurs. If you'd like to find out more about Her Career Power Sessions and our mentoring, check out hercareer.org or drop me an email, rosie at hercareer.org. That's R-O-S-E-Y. And don't forget, if you have a recruitment or career question, send me an email or voice memo. My contact details are in the show notes. If you're curious, I'm sure others out there are wondering too. I'd love to hear from you and answer your questions on an upcoming review episode. If you liked this episode of Rosie on Recruitment, please subscribe, review, share with your networks on your favorite social channels and tag me at Rosie Her Career. That's R-O-S-E-Y. I'd love to hear from you with any comments or questions to discuss how I can help you find the best human talent for your organization or to place you in your next dream role. Until next time, remember, be calmer, be kind, be better. Be better.